The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast, a member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. Joining me today is Ben O'Grady, who is the SEO media manager at Disney Streaming, a division of Walt Disney Company that provides products like Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Yesterday, Ben and I talked about driving SEO for Disney. Today, we're going to continue our conversation by discussing facilitating SEO without a dedicated product team. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Ben O'Grady, the SEO manager at Disney Streaming. Ben, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Great to be back. Awesome, Ben. So yesterday, quick recap. If you didn't catch the episode, it was a phenomenal episode. We went over how Disney's organized and and the complexities of dealing with such an, an enormous organization and company with different investments and areas and types of entertainment and business channels. We dove into some of the ways that Disney and, and the team there work together to empower SEO and grow the business. And then we also left a couple of amazing nuggets of knowledge around how you can continue to grow and learn your own skills, even when you work at such a large enterprise like Disney. So thank you, Ben, for sharing all that yesterday. Yeah, my pleasure. It was great to talk about all that. Today, we're going into a little bit more of a a detailed granular topic in terms of how to manage SEO when you don't have a dedicated product team. And for our listeners, I'd love for you to just kind of explain what you mean by this principle of not having a dedicated product team. What is missing when you're trying to do SEO if you don't have that resource? Yeah, great question. So I won't say most, but at many organizations, they will have a product team that only focuses on SEO. And that means they have a product manager, they might have a developer or multiple developers, and they might have other like their own project manager, for instance, maybe an analytics person. 
And that team is responsible for setting the roadmap that's specific for SEO, like what are the SEO features for that particular website? And then their developer resources, that's all they do is they just work on those particular products or sections of the site or whatever it is they're working on. Some organizations or many organizations actually do not have what I just described. They don't have a dedicated product team that's just for SEO, right? They'll have product teams that own the website as a whole or pieces of the website and organic search or SEO might may fall into sort of like their purview or not. So yeah, that's very, very tricky. Um, when I first came aboard, we were in the B bucket where we don't have dedicated product teams just for SEO. You know, So the way that you have to manage it is a lot of collaboration, a lot of bridge building. So you know, what I did was I found out who all the product managers were for the website and who owned the pieces that were affected by search engines, right? Like, sure. So yeah, I mean, it could be as simple as the homepage, like who owns the homepage on the product side, who develop, who develops for it, who has the resources and who can like make things happen for a homepage of a website. So you make friends with them, you do zoom meetings or live in-person meetings, you get on their weekly or whatever the regular calls is and just dial in and, you know, add your two cents. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I would even go so far, this is a piece of advice. If you don't have a SEO product team, I would even go so far as to befriend a pro- an experienced product manager and learn how to write things like PRDs, project requirement documents, proof of concepts, uh, how to create roadmap documents, get really good at, you know, PowerPoint decks or, or Google decks and kind of get yourself into that mind space of kind of big picture of SEO. How do I drive this over the course of a year and several years uh, and use their tools, right? So when you start using those tools and you bring those to those meetings, you know, when everybody is like, they know who you are, then you become the de facto product product manager for SEO, yeah. you know, and that's, that's kind of how it happens. Let, let's, let's rewind this a little bit because you dropped a lot of knowledge there on our listeners. And I love where you ended that, right? And that is the end game here. The end game when you're doing SEO and you don't have a product team is to put yourself in the position of being the product person, right? Now, it depends on the capacity and the amount of effort and all these other things depending on the organization. But the first question I have to ask you, because I swear our listeners are probably thinking this, is how on earth is it that a company the size of Disney, one of the largest employers in the world, could have parts of their business that don't have product people <laughs> to help manage their products? <laughs> so please explain that for us, Ben. Yeah, that one's a little hard to explain. <laughs> but, you know, let, let me just say that uh, we're a huge organization, but we're not, we don't have every role in, filled and, you know, we're not perfect across the board, like with covering all these different roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess it's the best way to, to describe that, you know, like, like I said, uh, on yesterday's call is that SEO has historically always been in our digital marketing organization. So it's not in our product organization and it's not in our tech organization. So sure, that's a shift that we are looking at and something that we're, you know, probably going to embrace for the future is we need a product SEO person or teams because it's that important, right? Like it's so hundred percent. Yeah, it's so technically inclined and it's so involved with um, development that it's needed. Like you need somebody to drive that. So yeah, yeah, that's that's something that we're working on. And I think I think that's the most common use case here, right? Is is in, in, this isn't just a Disney thing? It's I think in most organizations. It's not that you don't have or want the role. It's that there's 
often just a lack of knowledge. So you may have a product owner, like a web product owner, but that person just knows nothing about SEO. So they don't necessarily own a product for SEO if they don't know anything about SEO. Right. Right. So there's there's a vacuum there that exists in terms of the knowledge or the capabilities or the skills to be able to effectively manage the SEO product roadmap. And I think I think that's as much of a common use case as just not having the resources or or organizations maybe having resources, but just not having the the skill set to actually execute on it. So with this zone, right, this area where we don't have, you know, a product team in place, you mentioned a lot of stuff in your, your intro about this situation. One of the things I'd, I'd love to get your perspective on and, and, and start to understand is how you get organized. Like you mentioned, like getting into these meetings, starting to talk with these different team, whole stakeholders or you know, managers or leaders. And that's great. But like, you probably have to be pretty organized before you step into the room with those folks. So how, how do you do that? And what are some of the processes you use to get yourself ready to have those meetings and conversations? Yeah, I would even take it a step back before that meeting you just described. So always what I've done, and it's been very effective, and everybody in our organization does this, is we just do a one-on-one with the person we need to speak with and build a relationship with that either we know owns a piece of something that we need to be a part of, or we think who can make introductions. Uh, so it's very common practice for our organization and many, you can just set up one-on-one, like a Zoom call for 30 minutes and get somebody's time. It could be anybody. It could be a director. It could be a VP. It could be a manager, channel manager. So I've done dozens of those you know, over the years. And you get to know somebody, you're like, hey, this is my role. This is what I'm working on. You know, Tell me about your role. Like, What have you been doing for the company for the last couple of years? Everybody always is welcoming of that type of activity. So that's the first thing you have to do. You have to do the one-on-ones and uh, just be friendly. You befriend everybody in the organization. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Building trust is number one. And that that is so true, yeah. 100% true. From there though, where, where do we go? Yeah, from there, once you get in the room, I alluded to this earlier when I was talking about learning how to make the documents and using the tools that a product manager uses. But you know, first off, at the enterprise level, you have to be a ninja with analytics and data. So pull all your data together, organize it into a deck and make like a short or medium length deck and then roadshow it, right? So if you're going to a product meeting where there's a bunch of stakeholders um, or the people who can press the buttons and make things happen. Say, hey, give me 15 minutes of your meeting and let me show you my deck. Let me show you my data. Let me show you how important organic search is. And then, you know, you could say, hey, here's my ideas. This is my ask. You know, what what can we do? Like, can we get something on your roadmap? And that's how, how that's how it starts. So you got to have a great deck, mm-hmm. great information, tells the story quickly and concisely. And then you just roadshow it to everybody, like leadership on up to every content owner, to every product owner, you know, and then eventually things start to happen. Like you start to like move things around. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. 
Prefizzle's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think that's one of the key elements there of success when you don't have a product team in place. Someone who's like dedicated to this mission is you got to build a trust, like you said, first, but then you got to educate. Yeah. Right. You got to teach people what SEO is, what its impact is. Like, it still baffles me how many executives and leaders I get on phone calls with that do not realize how important SEO is to their core business. Yeah. Either how much traffic it drives, how much awareness it drives, how much revenue it drives. It just, it's shocking to me that that's just a forgotten channel in many cases. And, and they might know paid search back and forth and they know the ROAS, they know how much traffic it drives, they know how many leads it got the past month, but they have no inclination as to how much revenue or growth has come from the SEO channel. Now, with that buy-in, let's say we're there, how do you then transition that to real work? Right, because I think this is where it starts to get tricky. And I think a lot of, especially our more junior SEOs or people are just starting their careers off. Like this is where the rubber meets the road, right? Where you start to actually go from trust, knowledge to then action. And, and how do you get into that action mode when there isn't that technical set of resources? And how do you ensure that you have an impact? I think there's probably a couple of different answers to this. So you mentioned junior SEOs. So when I first started with Disney, I was obviously junior. I was like, you know, the lowest rung. And I had a lot of ideas. You know, I put together a lot of like one pagers proposing content. A lot of times they didn't go anywhere. And what you want to do is through the course of all this bridge building is you want to find an advocate. It's usually going to be, you know, somebody higher up in the organization than you that will advocate for your idea. And they will put you in touch and try to get you on a roadmap or some kind of a schedule somewhere where you can get like a win. And then which, and it's probably going to be a small win, right? It might literally just be a one page piece of content that ranks that gets, you know, X number, tiny bit of revenue. Once you put a couple of those together, though, people are like, okay, like he knows what he's doing, you know, like let's think bigger now. And you just kind of like incrementally build this, this portfolio of things you've done for the company, like over time. If you've been at the organization for a long time, like I have, um, you can, it's a little bit, it's obviously a lot easier to get in the door with leadership. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing, like, I do want to say like what you described earlier, where, you know, you're showing decks and road showing and just explaining and educating what SEO is. I've done that this year, you know, I've done that this year to leadership, like, you know, and we're only like one month in, like that, this is a continuous like project that will always be. Uh, happening, yeah, right? You're always going to be educating people in the company about what is SEO? Why is it important? Mm -hmm. You know, how much traffic do we get? What's the revenue we're driving? And you're always going to be like bubbling up that information to leadership. That that activity never stops. So I want people to keep that in mind. No doubt. I mean, that growth for an organization, especially the one, one of the size of Disney, right? And, and candidly, any size organization, there's always growth, learning, development that has to take place. Now that those those phases can change depending on who the audience is and where they're at in their cycle or their understanding of SEO. 
but you, you have to have that knowledge. Otherwise, no one's going to commit to it, right? You have to understand why I want to do this before you actually do it. So that's the key behind that education. Yeah. So once you got that buy-in, once you got that commitment, and you guys are getting ready to do work, what happens when things are moving along and you realize something's not working as intended? Right, you're managing this project because you've put yourself in the in the shoes of like driving it forward. You got everyone's buying, everyone's committed. You're six months in, and you're like, "Boy, this is not doing what I thought it was going to do." Or, "Lovely Google did something, and it really impacted us in a way that I didn't expect." <laughs> How do you manage those situations? Man, that is a good question. I'm fortunate I haven't had too many caught too many L's in that regard. Um, <laughs> so, most of the losses that I think you'll take at an enterprise level will be some kind of like bug that gets into production or just a mistake. And it can be corrected fairly quickly, like a couple days, couple weeks, maybe a month. And you just bite the bullet on that one. You know, bugs happen. That bugs make it to production all the time. Mm-hmm. Certainly you want to evaluate, change your process. You know, if there's an issue with the process, always note your learnings and disperse your learnings like across the organization. Like when you talk to people, like, you know, even though we, we made a mistake here, we learned something about uh, how Google reacts to this. Um, so, you know, you can, you can spin it until something like that to where it's like knowledge and people understand like marketing is not perfect. You're never going to be hundred percent in the digital marketing world. Like you're, you know, sometimes things aren't going to work. Right. You know, so you get a lot of leeway that way. But um, if it was like a long-term project that just failed spectacularly, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been there yet. <laughs> Cross your fingers. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I mean, I think I think you touched on the most important aspect there, which is communication, right? Like whether you win or you lose, you have to be consistently communicating and ensuring that the stakeholders who are involved, the people who committed to this, the people who signed up for it, know and recognize that there is a, a tremendous amount of value whether you win or you lose, right? You learn something and you can then course correct, but you got to communicate that. I think trying to like shovel it under the rug or just forget about it just never is the right result. Yeah, I, I have one more quick thing I can add to that actually that um, would be pretty useful. So in my organization, we do tons of A-B testing and you can set up a program of A-B testing where you're like, I have an idea. We want to launch a piece of content in a certain market and compare it to you know, a different piece of content, the control that's in a different market and just see what happens in search. And maybe nothing happens. If you set it up as like A-B testing and you're experimenting, many experiments are not going to work, right? Like they'll have a negative or it'll just be flat. This happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like your win rate on experiments might be 20% or 30% or 40%. So if you set it up that way, it's expected that sometimes it's not going to work. So I would keep that in mind. You know, if you're trying to pitch small SEO changes or one piece of content, you're like, this is a test. We're going to run it in a market for 30 days and see what happens. Always be testing, always be experimenting, especially when you have limited resources. I think it's great advice, Ben. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices Search Podcast. Big thank you to Ben O'Grady, SEO Media Manager at Disney Streaming for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Ben, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can also contact him on Twitter, where his handle is at Ben O'Grady, or visit his website, benogrady.com. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. (music) 